realize I'm tired, but why do we need a reunion if we're all sitting in the same room together? Colonel, I love what you've done with this room. And in just three endless weeks, Mr. and Mrs. Winchester were the hit of the party. Pierce, if your father is anything like you, we're going to have to have a long, long talk about this. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny. And joining me is Simon. Ah, gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 26, The Party. This is the season finale of Season 7. It's the 173rd episode overall. It's directed by Burt Metcalf, written by Alan Alda and Burt Metcalf. It originally aired on March 12, 1979, and the production code is T424. Last call for coffee, Fort Hardin's. Thank you, Jeeves. Just pour it on a towel and apply it to my face. How long were we in there, Radar? Seven hours and 41 men, sir. Twelve of whom I will operate on again and again in my dreams. You think we got troubles? Peg burned a batch of strawberry jam and ruined the stove. This rotten war. My mom makes jam all the time. She puts something special in it so it won't burn. Find out what she does, all right, Peg. Please, phone. I cannot endure the suspense. Mildred's a whiz at preserves. She puts up a kumquat huckleberry combo that is so delicious, it makes you wish you were a slice of bread. Maybe you could get Mrs. Potter to send me the recipe. Peg can use all the help she can get. Here, make it simple. Have Peg write Mildred direct. Ah. Yeah, she can write my mom, too. Now we're cooking. While all you Dagwoods write to Blondie, I'm going to bed. I also have the plot summary. Even while the camp is bugging out and back again, BJ promotes the idea of a stateside reunion for the families of those at the 4077th. You know, a little thing like Peg making contact with Radar's mom and Potter's wife, I'm, I'm wide awake. Yeah, they'll get to know each other, and then someday if we ever have a reunion, they won't have to wear red carnations. I'll wear one, though, because I think Charles is going to forget me. Thank you. I wouldn't want to ignore the wrong person. I can just see all of us ten years from now sitting at a reunion. Yeah, the war's been over for a month. We've all got gray hair. Charles has his in a box. Wait a minute. Why wait 10 years? Why not avoid the rush and have a reunion now? I realize I'm tired, but why do we need a reunion if we're all sitting in the same room together? No, 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 not us. Our families. We get them together from all over the states. Oh, this is great. They come to New York or someplace and they have this big dinner and we get... This is terrific. They can have pictures of all of us, you know, enlargements at every place setting. Well, except for Charles. We don't want to spoil their appetite. Ah. <laughs> All we have to do is get them together by mail, and then in a month or so, they'll all be sitting around laughing and swapping stories about how much they miss us and crying their eyes out. Sounds like a wonderful evening. What are we waiting for? Here, drop a line to your dad. You realize what time it is? It's a quarter to dead. Here. You too, Charles. It won't be any good unless everybody does it. Don't be absurd. My parents have accumulated huge amounts of wherewithal for the express purpose of associating exclusively with their own kind. Good night. Oh, shut up. I'll work him over later. And guest stars in this episode, yes, Bert Metcalf jumps out from behind the cameras and puts his pen down and appears as the driver. <laughs> I like those little cameos that they do. Yeah. 
And then we have Kelly Nakahara returning as Kelly Yamato. Yo, before you sirs go to sleep, wake up. The Chinese have broken through the lines. Everybody's pulling back and we're bugging out of here. No, 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 no. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to lie right here with a detour sign on my back. Come on, Hawkeye. Jeez, we got to get all the wounded out. We got to load the equipment in the trucks and everything. Jeez, come on, Major. What? Where are we going? Colonel Potter still hasn't found it on the map. Oh, there. Why don't they just issue his Chinese uniform so we can get some sleep? Hey, Radar. When you write your mother about the jam, tell her we're organizing this big party for all our relatives. What's the matter with you guys? We're bugging out of here. Yeah, good. Listen, they'll all get together in New York and have this big dinner. I don't believe it. The Chinese are coming. Then we better order more food. Will you let your mother know? I will if you'll move it. Deal. Boy, things I got to go through to organize a simple party. Yeah, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Oh. Oh, come on. Oh, Kenny. I love this episode. Uh, I gave this 10 out of 10. Oh, I gave it a 9 out of 10. I was I was worried about giving it a 10 out of 10. Oh, I had to. I, I just think it's it's um it's so good. I love the it's I love so the, the directing by Burt Metcalf in this as well. The way yeah. that it, it flicks from from a truck to truck. I I, yeah. I love that. I love, it's yeah. almost like a farce on the stage. Um, the whole thing about doing the reunion, because they're talking about, of you know, the, the loneliness and they want to get it, is brilliant. But even at the start of this episode, where they have the conversation about the reunion and Charles is groaning words half. So if you get, if you play a clip, please play that bit because <laughs> Charles's words, what he's saying, is just brilliant. And also, I like the way that you find stuff out. You find out that Hawkeye's father hasn't left Crabapple Cove in over mm-hmm. 40 years, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that I really like. Um, again, BJ thinks of another patient, uh, you know, uh, with BJ being very poorly in the last episode. Yeah. I like that as well. I like the whole thing of the rack of spam. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and also when they get the envelopes as well where they don't think anyone's going to turn out and they're reading them and, and and Hawkeye's dad calls him Ben it's the first time we hear him calling Ben because normally his own dad calls him Hawkeye yeah uh, yeah in this episode we hear him calling Ben which is nice because Alder wrote this uh, this episode with Burt Metcalf so yeah that's nice as well yeah um I, I love the way the whole thing with, with, with Potter sitting next to Klinger and then Charles is sitting next to Radar and BJ suddenly happy when he hears the news um and Klinger oh, oh my gosh the whole and I'm, I'm sure I bet you any money you had tears but the whole thing about Klinger's mom doesn't know that oh. he's in Korea I guess the most touching moment was when I saw Mrs. Klinger looking at the picture of all of you under the Fort Dick sign. There were tears in her eyes when she told me through her brother Abdul that you didn't have to bother. She'd known all along that her son was really in Korea, but she wouldn't let on because she didn't want him to worry about her. So you'd better not tell Klinger. Ooh, gee, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't have read that part. That's okay, kid. It's and so she turns good. around and says that she's always known. Yep. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> that was just, I just sat there and I. You I get chills just talking oh, about it. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, that was so, so good. The whole thing about them all getting on and uh, with, you know, dancing with, with Potter's wife, oh, you know. Yes. And it's just, it's, I just wrote to the bottom in big capital letters, just lovely. The whole thing <laughs> is just so nice. It's so well wrote, so well directed. The whole yeah. thing is nice, and it's again. I think, and it's the clinger bit that clinches the fact that he's gone out of his way to to hopefully hide the pain for his mom that is in war, and that she's known all along. Ah, oh, just brilliant. Yeah, just brilliant. Yeah. 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 No, that's, I mean, I, that's what I love about this episode is that not a lot happens. It's mm. it's all it is is them bugging out. So there's not a lot of sets. There's not a lot of anything. 
but it's just an amazing story. And we're hearing about these people that we've heard about here and there, but we really don't know much about them. I mean, I yeah. felt like when they were reading the letters, I felt like I was watching it all happen on screen. You know, mm. when they were just because all they are, are in a car. You know, they're just yeah. in a truck, and all they're doing is reading for like the a good ten minutes is them just reading what happened. You know, them reading the letters, the return letters about how their families are excited for this party, and then you have when Radar comes, and all he is is reading a letter on screen about this amazing time that they had and you're hearing all these great little stories between all these different you know family members and it's so good it's just so good i don't know what it was like i said there's not much to the episode no but all, that's that's all that's i know is i love it you know yeah and metcalf it's it's just beautiful writing it's just so yes it's so well done when someone can stand on screen and just talk for five minutes reading a letter and it moves you to tears there's something it's obviously the writing I mean, I mean, you know, Radar did a great job, or Gary Berghoff did a great job, you know, conveying it all to them. Mm. But still, it's just it was. I, I don't even have many notes because I just I love the episode. Again, no, I think it's what it's like what we said about Margaret in a couple of episodes ago, though. It's 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 you know it's the look in the you know yes. it, now is it in the OR that he's reading the yes uh, yeah. yeah he's right so they've got masks on so it's all in eye acting yeah and Klinger is Klinger's look when he looks up and the realization that his mum. No, he's just time. wonderfully played by Jamie Farr. Just, yeah. just brilliant. No, I mean, I, I love when, you know, you have Houlihan's parents who dance the night away. You know, and, yes. and she thought that, you know, their marriage is over, but this kind of gives her, her a little glimmer of hope that yeah. they still like to in think love that with they each did other. Get, they did you know? get back together because of that. Yeah. You, you kind yeah. of hope so, don't you? you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, and that's what's great is that it gives all these little stories, you know, with Mrs. Potter and uh, Hawkeye's dad was really cute and funny, and I love, you know, uh, Potter's reply to to BJ or to Hawkeye about it, and yeah. I mean, it's just there was it was just so well done. It's one I can watch, and when it comes on, I stop everything. I don't yeah. want it on in the background. I want to sit and watch it and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to watch it again. And I rem- this is one of if you ask me about a matchup, so this is one that pops to my head, probably the top five, or mm. just it's one that I can remember every single thing about it. I remember every moment. I remember the storyline. I remember how it made me feel. It's just one of those episodes. And it's crazy because there's not a ton of stuff that happens. But still, it's just, it is an amazing episode. And yeah, yeah. I was very happy when I saw it on our list uh, of episodes. Because <laughs> I remember, I know what the party is. Yeah, you know? there's, there's quite a few coming up, actually, in the next, Ugh. well, as we, as we head towards the end of our MASH podcast. Where, uh, yeah. Oh, I'm so looking forward to stuff. Oh, so yeah, so good. So happy we watched this one, and and I'm glad you liked it too. You were you threw me off a little bit. I was like, oh, he cannot dislike this episode. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly over, and we were gonna come to blows because this is not what you can dislike. Yeah, I mean, come on, man, ten out of ten. Oh, that's it's good. No, I definitely I can like I said, I would have given it a ten out of ten, but I was like, oh, you're gonna get on me for giving you a, a ten out of ten. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 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 very happy that this was one of my favorites. I love the idea of a party. It sounds great, Francis. <laughs> I love that, Francis. Well, you wouldn't expect a sister to call her brother father. Just tell me the date, and I'll be there with starch in my wimple and a song in my sax. <laughs> love, sis. Well, the band is set. I doubt that there'll be a doctor in the house. Dear Ben, I'm delighted at the prospect of meeting the wives and parents of the people you work with. 
and a little disappointed that you wouldn't think I'd drop everything to be there. You're right, I am sort of particular about the bodies of all these souls I brought into the world, but I guess I'm more partial to the sun I brought into this world. I'll be there with bells on. It's funny, I always thought his patience came first. How about you, Major? Aren't you going to read your letter? I already know what the answer is. So did I. Come on, take a peek. I've been trying to avoid this from the start. My parents have been separated for over a year. They're not going to want to face all those people together. I'm sorry, Margaret. I didn't know that. Father, what is it with these bumps? You're a priest, not a stripper. Sorry, Hawkeye. I know there's a road among these potholes somewhere. What they say, Margaret? Well, they say... They certainly can put aside their differences from one weekend. And that I mean more to them than anything. Parents. Just when you got them pegged, they turn around and show you how much they love you. <laughs> oh, riding cowboy. Oh, what did she say, Girdle? <laughs> she couldn't be more tickled if she swallowed a feather duster. Ellie Whitsitt's even making me a new dress, Sherm. I'm trading her banjo lessons for it. Mildred picks a hell of a banjo. Oh, yeah? Say, she and Father Mulcahy's sister could get together and... Of course, I don't think Mildred knows any popular stuff. She plays mostly classical banjo. Mm. How about you? You want me to read yours for you? Nah, you wouldn't be able to. It's in Arabic. Oh. Sure is a pretty-looking language. No! Keep your grimy hands on the wheel! Look, I'm sorry, Major. The tires won't stay on the road. <laughs> Come on, what did my mom have to say? Only if you keep your eyes straight ahead. Okay. Dear Walter, your Uncle Ed and me were real excited about the get-together. <laughs> we love the whole idea. Hey, that's great. Lord, this grammar is atrocious. First of all, should be your Uncle Ed and I are very excited or terribly excited. We won't even discuss idea. Look, Major, you don't have to translate for me. That's how she talks when she writes. Uh, anyway, they intends to come. Gee, isn't that terrific? Uh, what else did she say? Uh, something here of a personal nature having to do with the sexual antics of one of your fam animals. <laughs> That's Randy. He's our goat. <laughs> Apparently, he tried to kiss a turkey. Uh, Major, maybe you better put that letter in my pocket. I think that's best. What do your parents say? Uh, well, I'm sure they can't top uh, ranty, but they should be good for laugh. Try not to take any of this personally, Corporal. I do not believe my eyes. We thought it might be an interesting experience to attend. They're going. They're actually going. <laughs> Certainly not much to keep us in Palm Beach this season. The weather is vile. Chaz and Buffy Sprimsock have been... Lotto, since the day we got here, we do think we ought to meet the families of those who are right now the most important people in your life. I do not believe this. Corporal. What? Corporal. What, 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 what? Look out! Sorry, sir. Captain, we just got a signal from the truck behind us. Yeah? They've been passing the news all up and down the convoy. They want to go. Your party's on. You're kidding! <laughs> hey. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. Uh, for those with eagle eyes, when it switches between Padre Klinger, Hawkeye Margaret, 
uh, Mulcahy, Winchester radar, etc., reading their letters in the convoy of trucks, they're actually in the same vehicle. The smudges and defects in the vehicles all match, which would make sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. think anyone was going to think that they would have been in because <laughs> it's in the studio for a start as well. So yeah. it's, you know, you're not going to have five different trucks just lying there. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know, no. I, think, I think we can forgive them for that one. Yes. Um, now, it isn't mentioned in the script, but the story must have taken place in 1953, as that's the only year during the Korean War that when Valentine's Day and March the 28th both fell on a weekend. Now, that is, someone has gone out of the way to find that out. That's, yeah. that's impressive. Which is very cool, which is kind of yeah. nice because it kind of sets this episode in a certain time frame. Because it can't, you know, there's always those few episodes where some big event happens and it's like, oh, I know exactly when this episode happens. It doesn't make sense to their timeline, but. Yeah. At least we know this had to take place at this time. I have a fun fact. In a surprising move for a show not only set in Korea, but one that was filmed in the 1970s and the 80s, main character Klinger was actually meant to be part of the LGBTQ community. This was at a time when people from the LGBTQ community were not allowed in the U.S. military, but even certain states had laws against them. However, the writers turned him into a man who didn't want to be in Korea, that he cross-dressed to get a discharge from the military. So, yeah, I, I mean, I knew that he was going to be a one-off character. Yeah. So maybe that's what they intended. What's, what does the Q stand for? A queer. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's lesbian, oh, wh- gay, isn't... bisexual, transgender, and queer. Why do you have? Why does it have to be queer? Surely lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender covers it all. That's because that's a bit. No, of, there's, that's there's a bit of a naughty word, isn't it? It gets it gets a very it gets very complicated. There's actually lots more letters now. Oh yeah, queer, I know. But I, I've always thought. I mean, apart from nineteen queer encompasses uh, almost everything. But isn't that yeah. isn't that quite offensive though? No, it's not. Really? Because it is mm-hmm. up here. No, that's <laughs> if you, not. If you used to, if you used to call somebody who was you know, uh, homosexual or queer, then that's really quite offensive. Yes, it, it, you're right. It is if you call them that, but it's not yeah. when you identify as that. Oh, right. So it's a bit like if you're black and you were to say the N-word yes. about yourself, but if you were same to thing. do it... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, same, that's like... Because over here, thing. like, queer, was, queer meant, um, like, uh, uh, joyful... Uh, in the 1920s and 30s. Well, same on, with on gay. Stage, you know. Gay Ooh, was the same way. Yeah, gay, yeah. Gay Ooh, was happy, happy and, gay. and... Yeah, happy and happy gay. Happy and gay. I, I don't feel comfortable saying the queer word. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know... <laughs> yes. Don't, you know, that, that's, in the same, that's in the same lines as saying the N-word for me. I don't, I don't yeah. feel good. <laughs> okay. Sirs, sirs and everybody, i got a whole bunch of letters here and they're all on stationery from the Pierre Hotel. Hey! Read one out loud, Radar. Who's first? Well, we owe this moment to BJ. Why don't you read Peg's first? Is that okay, BJ? That is so okay, like you can't believe. My darling. We know you like him, Radar. Read the letter. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's four in the morning, and the party just broke up a few minutes ago. No one wanted it to end. We hugged and hung on each other by the elevators for hours before we finally said goodnight. We love you and miss you so much, we felt as if we'd known one another all our lives. Everyone had the most wonderful time. Mr. and Mrs. Winchester were the hit of the party. We all cleared the dance floor when they did the Charleston with Radar's mother and Uncle Ed. In fact, 
the Winchesters were so taken with the O'Reillys that they invited Radar and his family to visit them at their house on the Cape the first summer he gets home from Korea. Holy cow! <laughs> Honeycutt, you're to blame for this. Father Mulcahy's sister Angelica had the joint jumping with her saxophone. <laughs> Margaret Houlihan's mother and father had a wonderful time. They danced the whole evening together. Hawkeye's father took a real shine to Mrs. Potter. They danced all the waltzes together and even had a go at the Lindy once or twice. Pierce, if your father is anything like you, we're gonna have to have a long, long talk about this. I guess the most touching moment was when I saw Mrs. Klinger looking at the picture of all of you under the Fort Dick sign. There were tears in her eyes when she told me through her brother Abdul that you didn't have to bother. She'd known all along that her son was really in Korea. But she wouldn't let on because she didn't want him to worry about her. So you'd better not tell Klinger. Ooh, gee, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't have read that part. That's OK, kid. Boy, I could never fool her on anything. Hey, Klinger. Yeah? Welcome to Korea. Tomorrow, we're all going to have lunch at the Automat. Oh, wow, I always wanted to do that. <laughs> and then to a Broadway musical. And then, hey, listen to this. The hotel is treating us to a goodbye dinner. Hey. Oh, nice. The maitre d' says there'll be flowers on every... All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the Internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter, at MASH 4077 podcast and you can follow me at hawkeye meds you can find me kenny at geeky fanboy and remember you can follow us on itunes direct download or of course from stitcher radio just search for mash 4077 podcast yeah that's gonna do it for this episode yeah brilliant this was excellent 10 10 i'm yeah. changing mine now you gave it a 10 i'm gonna give it a 10 no. It was just, it was just, it's just pure joy. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's got to be, isn't it? Got to yeah. be. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, I'm Kenny. And I'm 10 out of 10, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be seeing you. Uh, oh, excuse me, sirs. I, I just need to uh, talk to Major Winchester just for a minute. Is that okay with you, Major? Be brief and be gone. Uh, yeah. Well, um, I was just thinking... Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk now uh, about the peace talks. And, uh, gee, you know, if, if they should declare peace around May or June, well, you know, that's uh, my first summer after the war. Well, so? Well, so uh, maybe we should start planning about you and me and our families getting together at the Cape of Cod. What? Absolutely. Let's work this out. Radar, how many rooms will you need? Uh, well, I think my mother should have a room of her own, but uh, my Uncle Ed and me could share one, or I could sleep on a couch or something. Is there anything they can bring, Charles? Extra blankets, pots and pans? Bathing suits. Of course. And towels. Do you have enough towels, Charles? Oh, sure, we could bring extra towels. That's no problem. Bring anything you want. Bring your goat. It makes no difference to me, because I shan't be there. Mm. I'm turning myself into the Chinese. <laughs> Check out the latest podcast to hit this quadrant, The Geek Roundtable. Join hosts as they sit down with fellow geeks to talk, well, geek. Star Wars, Star Trek, cosplay, fantasy, anime, Firefly, even My Little Pony. If it's geeky, we'll discuss it. King Arthur had his roundtable for his knights. 
And now it's time for us geeks to have ours. Come join in the fun and geek out with the Geek Roundtable. Find us on iTunes by searching The Geek Roundtable. Or visit our website, thegeekroundtable.com. Hello, MASH fans. Now, as some of you know, myself and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and my podcast is called Waffle On Podcast. And we waffle on about classic films and television programs from around the world. So if that's your cup of tea or martini, then why don't you follow us over on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or, of course, from Podbean. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com, and we would be honoured if you would join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Let's go ahead and jump on to some behind the scenes for those with eagle eyes. When Should we talk it... about it first? Oh, <laughs> that would be good, yes. <laughs>